Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley and today we have a brand new episode for you guys. We're going to be talking all about online dating. I know a lot of you guys are resorting to that right now since you can't go meet people in person. Yeah, so we'll go over a couple of advice, tips, things that you should consider when you're thinking about trying to online date or like meet people online. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that probably haven't ever tried it are now forced to do it. So if you're new to it and you want some advice, then this is a good episode for you. We're going to talk a lot about it. We're going to give, you know, some signs of what to look out for and how to make your profile good so that you can attract the right kind of people. Yeah. So let's just get straight into it. What are your thoughts about online dating? Let's just start with that. I think it's like there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's actually really convenient and really good. I personally think that it's perfect for people like me, introverts, people that don't really go out. Because like I remember saying this in another episode, like you're not going to meet your soulmate when you're locked up in your house. So you got to do what you got to do sometimes and just get online and see if there's someone out there for you. Because there's a lot of success stories. Yeah, I think the same. I think online dating is a lot of old school people, I guess, wouldn't agree with it. But I think it's something really good, Um, especially nowadays where I find a lot of us are super busy. Most of Mm -hmm. us are always on the go. So I find that that is a new thing that has been invented. And I feel like, like you said, I've heard a lot of success stories about it. I think it's something good. Obviously, you have to be careful. But I mean, for the most part, I think it has its benefits. Yeah, you definitely got to be smart about it. Like, some people are very, very reckless and stupid. And I guess we'll get into that later. But would you try it? I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've tried it before. I mean, I've I've been on some online dating apps. But um, for the most part, it was for shits and giggles. But mm-hmm. like I said, I've heard some success stories. Personally, I wouldn't mind doing it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying it. Mm-hmm. So I, it's a yes for me. I think, okay, so, like, I wouldn't actually use it to meet like the love of my life I don't think there's anything wrong with using it that way I used it once and that was when I was in New York because I knew that my ass was not going to be approaching people and I just wanted to like meet people in New York even if if it was just friendly right because I know I'm not going to be dating them because I'm from like obviously Toronto so I used it in New York for three days and that was it that was my experience nothing happened of it don't talk to anybody other than that though like I've just like made a profile just to like see who's on here like who I know like just to be like messy and just kind of like see what kind of guys are out there but I've never actually connected with anyone or talked to anybody like in Toronto on any kind of app but there's nothing wrong with it so how do you would you say someone like yourself how do you tend to meet people um I don't (laughs) no (laughs) I okay so I'm someone that I need to be friends with someone first before I date so like that's why I wouldn't use a dating app like I could not meet someone and know that like we're interested in each other because it won't ever feel natural to me so for me I would usually meet someone like like a mutual friend or if I'm out and like I'm vibing with someone if someone approaches me because like when I do go out I usually end up talking to people right and I feel like if I'm interested then I'll be really open to it and I'll actually maybe give my Instagram or whatever and start talking to someone like that. But it has to be like organic for me. Like I, I would meet someone out like in person, usually if I know people that know them. So I know they're not like a killer, but I would have to like be friends with them first. For the most part, I feel like the people that I have talked to or been in a relationship with, it's usually the same thing. It's like um, either at a party, a bar, a club, the people that I dated before was through school. I met one of the people that I dated through 
through our college classes and then through work too I've had that but for the most part I think it's been out like again Mm -hmm. like at at some type of location um and it's been like a consistent thing like I don't go to a coffee shop see a hot guy and be like yeah hey like like let's talk bookstore (laughs) yeah like I don't think that for me anyways if someone came to approach me at like a Starbucks I'd be like I'd feel a little weird. Like, why are you talking to me? I would way prefer that than a bar. bar. I know some people would. Like, I have a friend who, like, that was her, like, her ideal way to be, you know, approached. Mm -hmm. It was at, like, a coffee shop. And I told her, and I'm just like, that kind of shit just doesn't happen anymore. Like in the movies. It doesn't. Like, if anything, you look at someone and then you try to, like, right away try to see if you can find their Instagram, their Facebook, or something. Actually, no, that's a lie because that's happened to me. I just never pursue it. Like, that has happened. Like, people will approach you and be like, hi, like, is anyone sitting here? Do you mind if I sit down for a sec? Or they'll just, like, introduce themselves. It does And you don't happen. feel weird? You know what the problem is with me? I get very aware that, like, people are listening in on my conversations. So I'm just like, oh, my God, like, this is so strange. Um, I remember one time I, I did give my number. No, I gave my Instagram years ago. And I remember just feeling the person next to me, like, eavesdropping. And I couldn't, like, have an organic conversation because of that. And this was at a coffee shop in Kensington. And I remember I felt so awkward, but like if they're attractive and if I'm like interested and if they take the time to ask my name and like talk to me for a few minutes, then I'll, I'll give my Instagram. See, I'm the opposite. If you approach me in like person, like before I had a boyfriend, I know like people would come like I'm in line and they'd just be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? You look so beautiful. And I'm just like, thanks. And like kind of walk away like who is this freaking weirdo? Oh I don't know. I personally like if I don't know you don't talk to me. <laughs> like I think I For me to it. want to for me to want to have a conversation, I have to like kind of It's weird too because like I remember back then when I would like when I went through a clubbing phase, there was people at the club, they would approach me by a drink and I'd be like, "All right, like we'll have a conversation." But if That's I so <laughs> but weird. if I was in public at a coffee shop, I'd feel weird. I feel I don't like know. a wholesome is that... setting is more reassuring if you're going to be giving your number and like talking to this guy. I would rather meet someone in a wholesome way than like at a club. Because like I, I automatically think that all you do is go to the club to pick up girls and like that's what you're doing. That's why I kind of feel like it's a little bit norm- more normal. I Because at the so. coffee shop, it's just not a... I don't know. It's, it's like weird. Here. I think... Yeah, I think it's more normal i guess it's also because like when you're at a club like if you think about it it's dark there's music like there's no attention on you but then if you're at the coffee if you're at a coffee shop and like you're in line waiting for your drink and then there's like this person coming up to you trying to talk to you and then there's other people around you it's kind of like what's going on i don't know i guess it's kind of the sense where you were talking about like there's other people hearing so it makes you feel uncomfortable i don't know maybe it's that Things times have changed now and things are just a little bit things that used to be normal don't seem as normal yeah anymore like there's a whole taboo around online dating that it's like for like people who are weird or for like psychopaths or people who can't find a girl vice versa and like i don't think those are like that those exist anymore i think before i understand why it was weird and taboo but now it's like it's so fucking normal yeah i agree i think like it's more of the older generations that don't see it mm-hmm. because they're so used to, like I said, having that old school where you guys meet at a coffee shop or meet outside or something. Yeah. But I feel like now it's very common just because the world has changed a lot. Like a lot of stuff is done virtually now, meetings, work, things like that. So finding a significant other online is much more easier. And if you think about it, like you can just have a conversation 
over the phone or through Skype yeah. than having to go out and, you know, spend, like, money on coffee and, like, donuts when you can just be, <laughs> you know, on webcam. Oh, my God. And then see whether or not they're worth, you know, buying donuts and coffee I for. think I would feel awkward webcamming before meeting, like... Yeah, me too. I, I, I probably wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying, like, there are people who do do that. Yeah. Like, there's people who don't like to meet until, like, a month later. Like, I know someone, but I'm not going to mention names, mm-hmm. that, you know, always decides to flop on her online. Anyways, yeah. She's going to know what she I, is. I, oh, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about the different dating apps and websites, because there's a bunch, and there's, like, stereotypes surrounding all of them. So, Tinder. What is Tinder to you? What is it for? For the most part, I think if you're trying to just smash and pass, yeah. that's the app for you. If you're just trying to, like, have fun with it. Again, I've seen people, you know, be more than just smash and pass. Yeah, smash and pass. serious relationships. <laughs> yeah, like, it depends on the person, but for the most part, it's just seen as one of those things where you're just having fun. Yeah, I think it's a hookup app. I really do, like... If I'm trying to meet someone that I want to take seriously, like, let's say I was into online dating, I don't think I would use Tinder. I don't trust the men on there. My thought is just this. If there is one person that is normal and that is probably looking for something serious, you're going to have to go through at least 100 fuckboys or hoes before you meet that one person. That's all I'm going to say. So sad. I think Bumble that's the next one i think that bumble is more wholesome i feel like this is the one if you guys don't know that's where you like as a female you're the one who has to start the conversation so once you match you have to be the one to start it otherwise they can't contact you and i don't know why but i actually like the idea of this it makes the girls kind of have more control it forces a conversation to be started and it's just a little more wholesome like if you say i met my boyfriend on bumble versus i met my boyfriend on tinder it just sounds more like acceptable and wholesome is it just me do you have a do you have a problem with people meeting on tinder i don't there's nothing wrong with it but like when you hear tinder there's just that stereotype around it that it's a hookup app which it it is like 30 percent of people on there are looking for something serious and seven not 20 percent of people on there are looking for something serious and 80 percent are trying to hook up or just like date or find a rebound or go on dates you know what i mean like people aren't serious on there but bumble is more like I'm looking for a boyfriend. I'm looking for a girlfriend. I actually didn't know. I didn't know that Bumble was the one that the girls have to have to message the guys. Yeah. Which I think is good too, though, because I feel like... I mean, there are a lot of girls who are hoes out there, but I feel like guys are more open to like, hey, send me like nude pics and stuff. Ugh. I feel like a girl wouldn't really you know send that type of message until she feels comfortable a guy has no shame no shame i think it's good i think it's good that the girl has to approach the guy because at least it kind of puts that perspective of what her purpose is like if she says send me dick pics you know okay this girl's not really trying to do much but like i don't think that would be a girl's first approach so i think it's good in that sense that bumble has that as a as an option for them to message first also another thing is tinder is known like every single guy friend that i have this is not a joke every guy friend that i have they swipe on every girl every single girl they just swipe 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 and whoever matches they fish through their matches and then they message those girls so i feel like this saves the girl a lot of time like 
because they know that they are the ones that are going to message the guy because guys don't look at the profiles they literally just swipe that's why like a lot of guys run out of their swipes for the day because they have to like give it like what like 24 hours or some shit i don't know they have to give it time because they just swipe on every girl and just because girls are more picky so they're like ah whoever likes me will message me it's weird so i think that with bumble it's like you know that the person you're matching like you know you're going to talk to them but then there's yeah. there's grinder have you heard of grinder no which one's that one it's the one that's for the lgbtq plus community i think that's what it's referred to as and yes yeah. yes that's why it sounds familiar yes that I've heard one about is that one. messy that one is messy people are just trying to fuck on there it's so funny everybody that i've talked to that uses grinder like they have the craziest stories I only know one person, and this person just tells me all about their sugar daddies yeah. and, like, how he gets free iced coffees and shit. I'm like, damn. It's wild on there. It is so wild. I'm sure that people can still meet on that app, and it can be nice. But, like, for the most part, Grinder is... Mm, <laughs> it's a mess. Plenty of Fish. What do you know about Plenty of Fish? That one I've heard about, actually. I know two people who have successful relationships through plenty of fish one of which is married with a child already so i think i think that one's really good um i haven't experienced it but i know people who do have it and people who like i said made long-term relationships through it um it lets you see who's looking at your profile from what i heard um i think so right i don't know i think it tells you who's been like looking at your profile and like it's more of a linkedin versus like not really linkedin but it's a linkedin meets dating app type of thing like it tells you yeah you know what i've seen certain things about you like hobbies what you like to do and i remember one time we did it i think it was on christmas that we like look through all the questions that it asks we did remember yeah, yeah you're right and it says like are you religious specific. are you not religious yeah. yeah so it's easier to find a match because you know whether or not you connect and what things you have in common and i think yeah. it might even tell you percentage wise how much you guys match versus all the questions you've answered i don't know for sure like i said i didn't i never had an account i have a neighbor that used it and she's been in a relationship with a guy i think going on like 4 or 5 years now I think POF is like definitely you're looking for something serious because you got to put the time in to make the profile. You got to really, really like fill the questionnaires out, find like 100,000 pictures. It's a lot more serious. But I also think I'm sorry, don't come for me, but I think that POF has a lot of like weirdos on it. Like, I don't know. I feel like to be on POF. Uh, this is kind of mean i'm not even gonna go there but i just feel like there's a lot of like you really gotta like fish through people to make sure you're not meeting up with like a creep honestly i don't think it's just plenty of fish i think it's all i think it's like dating apps like you have to just be mindful that there are some creeps i think the pof has more though really it has a lot of old people too yeah i think i think it has more but i think i think it is more for like you know the older generation not older generations but like Mm -hmm. i feel like tinder bumble are more for like teens 20s yeah, i feel like sure. plenty of fish is more like your 30s yeah. so it's people who are actually looking for who don't have smartphones exactly mm-hmm. and if you think about it like i don't know about you but like i know how like my parents can be and how oblivious or how they don't know how to word things so i feel like some people might not seem like creeps they just don't know how to word true, certain things properly true. so that's another 
another factor i think to that so there are some like categories of sites which i actually really like the idea of that are specific to certain categories so like for example minder which is muslim tinder there's christian mingle there's black people meet i like the idea of these i have some friends on minder and i think like if you know what you're looking for you know that you have you know certain things that you need like you need to date a muslim guy or you want to find another black man or whatever like i i don't think there's anything wrong with these sites i think they're actually great yeah i agree Mm -hmm. i mean to each their own like some people might think that's a little bit too much but i think again it's like what you said if a person knows what they want and what they're looking for then why not go through those apps that will just make the process faster right Mm -hmm. having to swipe through 500 people just to find what you're looking for versus going to an app that has everything you need right there it's like why exactly especially with something like a religion because like yeah you could find someone on tinder that's christian or muslim but do they have the same values you know like because you could be Christian, but you could, like, completely not go by anything that the religion is supposed to go by. And, like, if you're on a site like Christian Mingle, you know that you guys have a mutual level of, you know, religion or spirituality or whatever. So I think it's, like, it's actually very beneficial. Seeking arrangements. <laughs> have you heard of this one? Is that, like, arranged marriages type of thing? No, it is sugar daddies. <laughs> I think you have to oh, pay shit. for it. I'm pretty sure it's, like, $40 a month or something. So you're finding a mutually beneficial relationship. So sugar babies meet sugar daddies. And it's pretty cool. Apparently it really works. But like, oh, and they have like verification processes. Um, I think they check your net worth. They check your ID, stuff like that. So they know that like you're not just some like broke man trying to like pretend to sponsor a sugar baby. Well, I know a person who has a bunch of sugar daddies. So... Really? This is for you. Did you hear about U of T being the one school with the most students yeah. that have like sugar daddies? Mm-hmm. Makes sense because that T tuition is so expensive. Yeah, but I also think that if you're doing that, there's other things for you to use other than apps. Like I swear, you like a lot of people on Instagram have sugar daddies and oh my god yeah sugar mamas my friend met her sugar daddy well she's not my friend anymore but she was at the time uh she met her sugar daddy at the strip club that's a really good place to meet them um another friend of mine she was a personal stylist at like a high-end department store and she met her sugar daddy there i feel like if you're into beauty you'd be easily pursued yeah to have a sugar daddy or sugar mama or even if you work at like a high scale restaurant downtown or like a bougie hotel you know anywhere where there's people with money around you if you're a pretty girl you could find a sugar daddy yeah all it really takes is good looks have you heard of raya no i haven't heard of that one either what's that about raya is a dating app for influencers and celebrities like even if you're like a yeah so like if you have a following even have it for that yeah like if you have a following you can get accepted to it it just takes a long time i'm on the wait list (laughs) honestly i don't even want to like date on there but i definitely want to just go and see who the fuck is on there and i want to see the profiles like i want to see them so bad but that's like an artist meets like celebrities rappers you can meet it's literally youtubers instagrammers celebrities um reality stars all that kind of stuff like even if you're like a has-been reality star from like 10 years ago you could still get on there like i have a friend who who got on there with like twenty thousand followers like you just have to have a following of some sort and it's very i guess it's how like 
I guess that's how people would, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because if you think about it, like, I'm sure artists, like, singers, actors, rappers, like, all those type of people, I'm sure they find it hard to date because yeah. how do you know whether or not someone's with you for you or yeah. for, you know what I mean? Like, even recently, I found out about, um, what's his face? Danny Fernandez? Danny Fernandez? Danny Fernandez? Yeah. Danny <laughs> Fernandez? Who? Like, where did he go? Did he die? <laughs> no, but, like, even recently, because I, I saw that they announced that they're having their second kid, but I was thinking, like, how did this man meet this girl? Because he was ten up years and ago, Brenda, ten, Danny Fernandez. Ten, most people listening to this probably don't even know who he is because they're not from Toronto. Yeah, that's true. Danny Fernandez was just popping in Toronto, like Sean. No, Sean Desmond was a little bit more world worldwide, but Danny Fernandez, I think, more for like real celebrities when they're dating regular ass people. I'm like, how? How did this happen? Right? I don't understand it. It's crazy. But Raya is good for like people like that because they're able to um, be very exclusive on there too. You can't take screenshots. You'll get kicked off if you take a screenshot or if you expose someone's profile. Like they'll find you and you'll get kicked off. And there's like a whole bunch of contracts you have to go through to like actually be on the app. It's intense. Wow. Yeah, because there's like legitimate people on there, like athletes, rappers, anybody famous. Like a lot of them are on there. So yeah. So we. So if you see any rappers or artists on Tinder or Bumble, they're probably fake. Yeah, they're definitely fake. But apparently, like some influencers are on there. But I think they usually link their verified Instagram profiles. Um, so aside from all the apps, there's a common way of online dating that I think this is how most people really do it. No, not most people. I think this is how a lot of people really do, and that's DMs, sliding into the DMs, talking to guys, talking to girls, whatever. Do you have any experience with that? Yeah. I mean, in high school, that was, like, a common thing. Like, you like the person's pictures. They like your pictures. First, you like their pictures. Then you wait to see if they like your pictures. They like your pictures. Then you move to stage two. Mm-hmm. You start to, like, follow each other. Then you start to slide into the DMs. So no, I just... think there's a little bit in between. There's the commenting. The little comments on pictures in between. Like the little fire, hard eyes. Oh my god. I don't remember the last time I like actually talked to someone in the DMs. It's been a while. I think college days years ago. I haven't I haven't talked to anybody in my DMs in a while. But also my DMs are fucking weird. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm sure you have weird people. They're weird. But like back when my profile was just like a normal like my profile, like my um personal one, then it was like I would actually talk to people, but I would never, ever meet with them. I just never did. I remember I had a, a situation one time in high school where I had a mutual friend, and one of her mutual friends worked with this guy who I thought was really cute, but I never followed him. But I would see him on, like, her Instagram stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I remember one time I was like, oh, yeah, he's really cute, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, so you should follow him. But I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird, though. And then I did the whole liking the pics, and he liked mine. Then it just, you know, continued that way. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's a very high school thing. Yeah, it's like a I high feel like school. when you're younger or even just graduating, you just turn legal, you're one of the cl- clubs. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fine when, like, you, you know, you're, like, on a club profile and you see the same person's always tagged, so you, like, slide into yeah. the DMs. You're like, okay, well, I'll be at this club next weekend, so, like, let's let's meet up or something. Um, recently, I remember my friend. <laughs> I hope, I don't think he's going to listen to this, but my friend was, like, trying to hook me up with someone, like, just to, like, talk to. And she told him, like, yeah, like, she's open to talk. Like, just follow her, DM her. So, like, he did. And then, like, I just, like, really changed my mind. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody, blah, blah, blah. So 
he like slid into my dms followed me and was like being nice and like talking about the podcast and i just like straight up ignored because i'm like i can't do this anymore like i'm not 19 like i can't talk to someone in dms there's it's nothing true. wrong with it, it feels but I just weird can't. i feel like a child i feel like it's yes that's what i was gonna say like i feel like if you're grown you can like just text me or like yeah. say hey like i know you're such and such friend like let's oh, meet up and like so chill or talk i don't know yeah i'm not into that like even when i'm like dating again i don't think i'll be into that like i i just want to meet someone in person but again if you're sliding into dms or people are sliding into yours nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with any of these things but i, I mean if you want to slide into someone's dms i got you oh my god we got tips for you guys. If you guys are looking for tips on online dating, we can go into that now. I guess we'll talk about like online dating or Tinder specifically. Or like, what do you think? I feel like yeah, Tinder's a good one just because it's it's. I feel like everyone Everyone's at some point has been on Tinder. Yeah, so this whether it was for Bumble like too, shits though. and giggles. I think this yeah, is more exactly. for like just apps, not really like the POFs and the Christian mingles and stuff like that. This is more for apps. Yeah. So these are some online dating tips. So profile. What's a profile looking like? A good profile. A good profile, I would say, has to have a, like good pictures. Yeah. And when I say good pictures, I mean don't edit them, No, not too much filters. Yeah, those fucking um, Snapchat filters where your whole face is distorted and you look like a bad bitch who got Botox. That's not your face. Yeah. Not just that, like, if you look that fake in pictures, like, chances are when I see you in person, it's just not going to look that way. Like, the second you see that filter, it's like, what are you hiding? Why can't you just put your regular face on there? I feel like it's important to have a personality picture, like, a smiling picture or one where you're laughing with friends. Something that shows that, like, because I know a lot of girls, like, do these, like, sexy faces, seductive faces, serious. Like, you can't really find me smiling on my Instagram, to be honest. But I think it's nice to have, like, a picture that shows your true, like, happy, smiling face. Yeah, I agree. That's always good and important to have. I think um, having full body pictures is important, too. It is. Because if it's just, like, headshots, then you start to wonder. Like, I remember watching the catfish shows, and that was, like, one of their things. Like, yeah. is it just, like, when you guys are FaceTiming and, like, sending pictures, is it just, like, from the, like, from the shoulder up or, like... Especially mm-hmm. nowadays, like you said, there are weird people, and it's like, and if you're not sending me a full shot, what are you hiding? Yeah, and there's really shallow people. You want to save your time. Like, you don't want to, like, let's say a guy only likes thick women or scrawny women, right? You don't want to, like, catfish them. You meet up with them, you enjoy the date, and then you find out they're not into it anymore because of how you look. Like, save your time and give them everything on the profile. Show them your body. Like, I'm not saying wear a fucking bikini picture, but, like, just show the average photo of you where, like, they can see what you look like so they know right then, like, do I want to meet up with her or not? Bio. I think in the bio, I think it's important to, first and foremost, clarify what it is you want. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? Is it something serious Or are you just trying to have fun? Because, again, like, if you're trying to have fun and that person's looking for someone serious, you're just wasting their time. Yeah. So put it out there, what you're looking for, what you want out of this app, because then you're just going to be fucking around people's feelings. Yeah. Like, you want something fun? Put that in your bio. You want to find the love of your life? You're looking for something serious? Put that in your bio. Like, you need to be straightforward and just tell it like it is because otherwise you're gonna you're gonna waste your time you don't want to look for something serious but because you don't clarify that people are just trying to hook up with you like that's just no it's just not it 
Yeah, and I mean, if there's certain things that you feel like are important to see if the person matches with you, add, like, your Spotify account. Add, yeah. like, certain things that, like, interest you because then if the person clicks on it, they can see whether or not, okay, this person's into, like, The weekend, just like me. This person's into um, Drake, just like me. Whatever, whoever you listen to. I think music is a good thing of discovering who the person is. Yeah. Although if you go to my Spotify account, it's like all over the place. Like you have some Billie Eilish. You got some like Justin Bieber. (laughs) But like, I mean. For me, that's more important because it gives you a common ground of something to talk about. Because like, how do you talk about something with a stranger? Like if I'm on Tinder, for example, and I see someone has in their bio J. Cole, I'll be like, yo, top three J. Cole songs, like, blah, blah, blah. And then there we go. That's at least 10 minutes of conversation. Like, what are your favorites? Why do you like this one? Oh, my God, did you go to this concert? Like, you can talk about stuff that will go into other conversations because that's, like, that one thing that you have in common. Do you think about messaging the guy first as a female? Like, do you do that or have you done that or do you think there's anything wrong with it? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Again, I'm not one to say, like, a guy has to be asking the girl out all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. It shows that, you know, the girl isn't shy and that the girl, you know, is trying to put in the effort, too. Because I feel like, again, when it comes to relationships and anything in general, I think everything should be 50-50. That's just my mm-hmm. thoughts. If yeah. he's going to ask you out, you figure out where you're where you guys want to go if he's going to take you out to dinner have some options have some suggestions of where you want to go because if there's one thing that's annoying is just you having to pick you having to do you having like i think effort should always be done on both sides yeah i think that just like this is so simple uh, this is so simple with the app it's like it's just a hello i don't think there's anything wrong with the girl messaging i honestly i encourage it because like i said the men are swiping on everyone. So they might not even know that you guys matched. And if you're interested and you're attracted to this guy and you kind of want to see like where it goes, then just say hi. And I don't think he's going to be like weirded out by that. I think I think you should. I think the girl should just because the, the men probably are not seeing it. Since we're talking about tips and like how someone's profile should look, what do you think are signs that tells you whether or not a person's a fuckboy? Okay, there's a few. I'll start it off with um, the shirtless fucking photos where yes. there's like water dripping off of their body and their muscles are glistening and they're in the mirror or like just corny ass shit like that. Like if you have a shirtless photo, I don't care if you're jacked, you're cornball and you need to stop doing that because that is just some fuckboy behavior. I agree like come on if you got muscles and you're working out it's cool and all but like not everyone has to see it's like one of those things i feel like guys say this all the time they don't like to be with girls who've been like who've been sleeping around because she's been around so it's kind of the same thing like by you showing that it kind of just shows that you've been around yeah like nobody wants that i think another one would be pictures with girls like if there's 10 or three not 10 but like if there's three two pictures with like three or four girls in them it just kind of like who are these girls are they your sisters or what the hell like why are you surrounded by a bunch of females yeah like i just feel like that is so avoidable because i'm not i'm not here to sit and guess if that's your cousin and your sister and your hometown best friend like in my eyes those are your little hoes and i'm not gonna (laughs) swipe like that's just it because if you're looking for something you're not gonna put something like that on your profile so i feel like the guys that put that on their profile are aware of the perception that they're kind of giving off to the people looking at their profile and they're like i don't care because i know i'm not looking for anything serious 
So they're just like, all right, here's a picture of me at the club with six girls. Yeah. Another one is the bio. Men, I feel like, are pretty specific. At the times that I've kind of swiped through Tinder for fun, I've noticed that people will be like, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Or they'll be like, not looking for anything serious, just trying to have some fun. Anything like that, that means they're trying to fuck. Yeah, agreed. Like, they won't say that kind of stuff if they know they want more than just that. So if their intentions are already clear that that's what they want, then there's no way that you're going to change your mind. So this one is one that I put down, but I don't know if Brenda agrees with it. So a picture with a dog. Brenda, thoughts? I don't think that means anything. I mean, that means you're a caring and loving person mm. who maybe would like, you know, a walking a dog. dog or I'm... I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Like, it shows that you're an animal person. You like pets. You like animals. Maybe you'll like kids. Maybe you're a patient person because having an animal is like having a kid sometimes. You need mad patience. Uh, I think that the guys that go out of their way to put a picture of their dog are, like, trying to really appear to be wholesome and sweet and kind. And, oh, my God, little rovers, my sunshine. Like, I feel like they're just, like, corny and they're just trying to appear innocent. I don't know. I, I think if I'm it's a little puppy and you're trying to use that to... It's like that Tiger King movie where they use the tigers to bring people in. So I think it depends how you're looking at it. I can see why some people might think that. But honestly, like, if it's a genuine picture of you walking your dog or, like, <laughs> doing something with your dog, I think there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. If, like, 10, 15 of your pictures are all with dogs, mm -hmm. then maybe you might be a little concerned, but... But also, I'm not I don't a know. dog Those person, are my so thoughts. maybe I'm biased. Maybe that's why I think that. Like, I don't like dogs. See, I think dogs are cute. I, I should like stop dogs. saying that. People get mad at me when I say that. I know. How can you not like dogs but love cats? Oh, cats Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I think another thing would be if a person posts a picture with their car. Ugh. Or like in front of their car, Ugh. in their car, Ugh. driving their car. <laughs> oh my god, they're like posted <laughs> up on like, their car with their arms across their chest and their chin up. The way I see it is like you're just trying to flex. Yeah. Like especially nowadays, everyone just assumes you you drive, you have a car. Um, I would assume that by at least 25, most of us either have a car or access to a car or at least your driver's license. So you don't have to flex. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying where the more you flex, the less you the have. chances are exactly yeah. the less you have. Yeah. So I for agree. me, it just it just turns me off. It's like, why are you trying to flex something? It's like no need for that. Like you're making five hundred dollars payments on your car and you're on month four but like you're acting like oh my god i'm a big baller because i drive a bmw and like cool i'm sure you're proud of your car but not on your profile it's just corny and it just looks it just, it's too much flexing it's just not the place and to be honest if anything that's just gonna bring those like girls who are just trying to flaunt on your yeah. money come towards you I totally like agree. i know a person who has a really nice car and all he would do is post his car and the next girl that got with him seemed to be just flexing on his car too and it's like uh, eh. yeah. it kind of looks like she wasn't really there for you and i don't know if she's really gonna be there for you oh my god we have a few finishing questions that we're just going to talk about in regards to online dating so when do you think is the right time to transition from the app to the phone number and that's a good question and how do you do it i don't it? really i mean I think 
I don't think there is a time frame. I think it depends on how comfortable your conversations have been on the app to see whether or not you want to take it to the next level. Because, again, you could have a good conversation with someone, but if they seem like someone you just want to be friends with, why would you want to give them your number and then have that situation where they're trying to get more or, like, the situation just gets weird? And you can can do a lot with a number. Yeah, exactly. I think it depends. If you feel comfortable and you feel like you can maybe essentially move to the next level with this person, I think that's when you have the conversation. Um, how do you do it? I just feel like you just ask and the person will say whether or not, whether or not they're down to give you their number. Yeah. I don't know. You just say, hey, like, do you want to do you want to send me your number and we can maybe text? I would instead? just be like, um, hey, I'm not getting notifications from Tinder and like I barely check the app. So just give me your number. That's what I would say. I would just make it very simple. Um, as for like transitioning, I just feel like you have to really personally, I don't think I would until i meet them in person because phone number you can do so much like yeah you can block them they can call you from another phone if they're crazy they can find things out about you they can find out you know people linked to your family just by searching up your phone number they can find you on facebook they can find they can find you everywhere they can find your address so i would personally take it from tinder to instagram and then after date number one i'd be like okay let's exchange numbers and i would probably do it in person but like if you want to do it you know over the app there's nothing wrong with that you can change your phone number if anything goes wrong you could just literally say hey i barely check tinder so just text me and i think that's fine whenever you're comfortable when do you think is the right time to meet a person i think it really depends like for me when i was in new york i had a couple days so i was just like hi i'm in this area if you're trying to meet up let's meet up like i was just like just meeting for fun right um so it can literally be. See, a I day. wouldn't do that. I think there's nothing wrong with not. it because either way, you don't know the person. Whether you talk to them for a month or you talk to them for a day, you still don't. This is still a stranger. You can feel them out, but like. But I feel like when you have a conversation through text, you can kind of feel them out. Like, how do they start the conversation? Do they say hi to you right away? How long do they keep you on the wait? Like, yeah, I don't true. know. Because then, if you're just going, you might as well just go on a blind date in that sense. But that's what just, Tinder is. It's really like a blind date. Even if you talk for a month, at the end of the day, like you still only know this person. No, because you know how the person looks like, and you know how a conversation kind of works between you two. Like, how do you? Who usually starts the conversation? Are you the one that's only asking the questions and they're just answering? Because then again, that's just. I would get bored if I was at a coffee shop and I met up with this person and I kept saying like, okay, so what's your favorite color? Red. True. Okay, cool. So like, what kind of music are you into? Rihanna. True. I oh, okay, think, cool. It's like, yeah, it's like, how do you even leave that situation at that point? No, I think you're right. I think because my only experience is like my few days in New York. So I knew I wasn't trying to date these people. I was literally just trying to like, ah, I'm going out for lunch. I may as well go with someone and just like have fun. Um, I think that's why I look at it as like it can be within an hour. But if I was looking for my soulmate, yeah, I would probably take the time. I would definitely take the yeah, time. Yeah, I'd give it like a week at least. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to go on a date with someone that I don't know if they can even carry a conversation or like anything. So, yeah, you're right. Like you want to know what they do for a living. You want to know if they're a family person. Like you don't want to go all the way to meet them up. You don't want to go all the way to meet up with them when you don't know anything. So I'll, I agree with you on that. Okay, so... When you are meeting up, um, what's the situation like? Like, what do you think is appropriate? Um, appropriate place. I feel like a public place is very important. Yes. 
especially for a first date, mm-hmm. you don't want to be like, oh, come over to my house. And it's like, uh, don't get in no, their car. That's not gonna don't get in their car. Don't get in their house. Don't get in any closed area because you don't know if that person's freaking killer. Look at Magnata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, public place for sure. Maybe dinner. Dinner's a good first date, I think. I feel like something less intense for me would be better, like less pressure because dinner's like you need to go through like the drinks and the appetizers and this and then you got to wait for so long but i like like a coffee situation or drinks at the bar situation because you can wrap it up whenever you want and it's really easy low pressure and it's in public but like again make sure you're not like giving this guy your address oh come pick me up here don't get in the car don't do any of that if you need to pay extra for the uber pay extra for the uber be smart about it yeah again there's a lot of creeps and weirdos out there so just make sure you know what you're doing yeah and if it's your first time going on a date with someone you don't know like search some things tips and and things that we're telling you to like again just don't go into a stranger's house car or any closed area because again you don't know this person yeah they might look all good on the screen but you don't know what they do behind closed doors so and what do you think about ghosting people so basically if you go on a date and the date goes bad do you ghost them or do you like just tell them like listen i wasn't really into you i don't think this is gonna go anywhere i appreciate it but deuces it depends so like if the date is bad because the person is like rude or whatever um then i don't owe it to them to explain it i'm just gonna ghost i don't need to tell you like we didn't vibe like you were an asshole like I just don't care enough to that's that's personally for me I would just ghost if they were really sweet and they paid and they were nice and they seemed into it but I'm just not feeling it and it just wasn't my cup of tea then I'll be straight up and be like hey like thank you again for lunch I didn't really feel a good like I didn't really vibe the way that I was hoping so I would like let them know like I'm gonna kind of cut off communication now like in a nice way but I think ghosting there's nothing wrong with ghosting them at all (laughs) What would you do? Um, I don't think I would ghost them because I don't know. I just don't think. Well, I feel like I'd tell like when I'm walking off, I'd be like, listen, like you're clearly a rude person and I don't think this is going to go anywhere. So I'm going to go my way. You go your way. And again, that would just make it clear enough to know. All right. I'm going my way. You go your way. And that's it. Mm hmm. I just feel like I would make it clear because then I wouldn't want them to have the wrong impression or have the wrong idea. Like, oh, is it something I did or something I said? It's like, no, it just, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. I think in some way or another, I would make that clear to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe not ghost them completely, but after it's been said and done, then ghost them. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I know everyone's in quarantine, so, I mean, online dating right now is the time to get on there because I'm sure there's so many more people on the apps now, so it's definitely a good time to start getting to know people when the quarantine is lifted. You can go out, you can meet in person, but now you know how to kind of go about it if you're new to it. And again, it's what I tell people all the time. Don't just do it just to find someone. You can connect with people, make friends. It's a good way to, like, test out the virtual life yeah like and there's also apps like hey vina that's where you can meet friends you can do bumble biz bumble bffs to meet like people to collaborate with people to become friends with so there's so many options out there if you guys have any like dating horror stories funny stories for us feel free to send it to us on our instagram our instagram account is let's get real the podcast and our twitter is let's get real pod 
and then you can also check us out on youtube of course let's get real podcast and just share your thoughts wherever you want go on any platform make sure to follow subscribe all that stuff and we haven't said this in a while but guys please please leave us a five-star rating and review in the apple podcast app it really really helps us out also if you have a friend that just needs to go on a freaking date already who's been single for a minute send them this episode put them on yeah let them know let them know that there's people out there who are also probably scared and don't know how to do it and you know i think we went over some good tips and guides on how to how to get it started Mm -hmm. so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode thanks for listening we'll be back next week bye guys bye